Hello and welcome to another episode of the Do It For The Mems podcast, where we have absolutely no clue what's going on. <laughs> this week we will be talking about Doctor Who, which is one of our favourite topics. Yes, we won't be embarrassing ourselves this week. No, no, no basic facts needed here. <laughs> um, so we've chosen this topic because it's one of our favourite shows. Um, one of it's it's emily's favorite show and one of my favorite shows <laughs> well i will clarify it used to be my favorite show we'll get onto that a bit later <laughs> um so we'll just be talking about you know different things to do with doctor who so i'll start off emily by asking you who is your favorite doctor I'm really basic, but I, I think it's a basic answer. <laughs> Shut up. I think it's a basic answer because it's the right answer and it is David Tennant. But my favourite order is quite controversial, though, after that, because my favourite is David Tennant, then Christopher Eccleston, then Matt Smith, then Peter Capaldi, then Jodie Whittaker. Are we not including the old ones? I haven't seen enough of them. Oh. But in term you can. Well, I my my favorite doctor. It's a very tricky question. I don't know. I think if Christopher Eccleston had done more series, he would be my favorite. I think that as well. Like if I'd have um, seen him with different companions. Yeah. I think David Tennant was just like the peak of new Doctor Who. Yeah. But I think I prefer, like the episodes I go back to watching more often, uh, Matt Smith's. But I don't know whether that's because of Matt Smith or because I've just preferred the aesthetic of the show at that time. Yeah. Did you like the companions of Matt Smith as well though? Yeah, I liked all, I, until recently there wasn't a companion I didn't like. I, I've, I've been re-watching Matt Smith's Doctor Who and I forgot how much I like Matt Smith. Like, I think that um, David Tennant, Matt Smith, Chris Frexton and Peter Capaldi, they were all actually quite close for me because I, mm. at first, really didn't like um, Peter Capaldi, but he so grew on me and I, I loved really him. Capaldi. I love him. And he always wears Doc Martens, so that just makes me happy as well. But if we're including the old Doctors, I also absolutely adore John Pertwee and Tom Baker and Peter Davidson. I like Tom Baker. I've seen quite a few of Tom Baker. I love those three. Because Tom Baker was kind of... I think Tom Baker was like the peak of classic Doctor Who. I heard that Tom Baker was like the David Tennant of classic who. Hmm. Um, so then Emily, who is your least favourite Doctor? And I think we have the same answer. <laughs> now, my least favourite Doctor is Jodie Whittaker. But the thing is, I don't know. Because the episodes and the writing around it just isn't what I like. It's not that great in my opinion. So I just don't know if it's her that I don't like or the episodes I don't like. I feel exactly the same way. I I think if the cat because the character doesn't really feel like the doctor, like the way 
the way she behaves, the things she says don't really feel like the no, doctor. No, I agree. And I think if she'd been given a script that was more like the doctor, then she would be really good. Yeah. I just think she's not been given a lot to work with that is in keeping with the actual character. I think the same can be said for um, the new master. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with we've been following these storylines for, well, I mean, we've been following these storylines since 2005. Yeah. Because they are separate from Classic Who. Yeah, definitely. And it feels like at the beginning of Jodie Whittaker's run, they just cut that and tried to start again. And, and the master had literally just been on this redemption arc and there's no explanation as to how he got back to being the way he was yeah. and it, and he it doesn't it doesn't feel fresh and new like when the master comes back each time it's always felt fresh and new but the yeah master... do we have a do we have a question about our favorite master i don't think so okay well every single time it's like exciting and i love missy i think if they'd have if they'd have brought Jodie Whittaker in the way that they brought Missy in, then you couldn't complain about it whatsoever. Because, Not at all. Because Missy it's was because ma- the master was obviously always had been a male character, and then Missy came along, yeah. and it was a female character, and there was just like. She she was still the master. Yeah, definitely. Uh, undeniably. And I think the problem they've had with Jodie Whittaker is that they've they've changed the writing. It feels like they've changed the writing to fit it being a female character. When they did really didn't need to. No. Yeah, and, I agree. And I th- I I I don't think it's worked for them. No, I don't. Because it's just, it feels like it's just gone so downhill and like yeah. it's its unrecognisable. It's a completely different programme. Yeah. I think if they'd, have, if they'd have just kept writing the Doctor the way they had been the entire time, yeah. you know, with this she story would have been fantastic. Arcs, she would have been brilliant. And, and I, don't, I don't think she's bad. I just don't think... I think just everything that surrounds her in the show just means that you, I have no connection to her as the Doctor. Definitely. I, I, I don't really ever think about her as being the Doctor because, I mean, even her relationship with her companions is so disconnected. So different, yeah. Like, they don't know anything about her. And every time they're like, we know you. And it's like, you don't know anything about her whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, there's not really any connection to the past doctors as well. Like, usually they're like, this is who I was before. And they, like, go back to it in certain episodes. But it's just not really happened. It feels like for the first series of Jodie Whittaker's run, they were like, okay, we're just going to ignore everything that ever happened. And then that didn't 
they they got complaints about that. So then for this her second series, they went, okay, we'll just rewrite everything that ever happened. Yeah. And I, I think that where they made the mistake as well is I think they were like, oh, it's a female doctor now, so that'll do the talking and everyone will just love that. I mean, it doesn't make more. Sense. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference whether the doctor's male, female, or a mushroom. If your writing's rubbish, your writing's rubbish. Mm. I agree. Well, yeah. Okay, then. So who's your favourite companion? Okay. So this is a strange question because my answer has always been Rose. But recently I've so been basic. re-watching them. But recently, I've been re-watching them, and I definitely have a new favourite, and my favourite is Donna. Donna was one of the most brilliantly written companions. Their friendship is just so beautiful, and it's what you want. Like, it was the one where there was no romance at all, and they were genuinely just best friends. I love Donna, and she's hilarious. I love Catherine Tate. I agree. I think I love- what's I think what's great about Donna is that Rose Rose was kind of a love interest. Martha was an unrequited love. And then Donna was just just went back to being what the companions always had been in classic yeah. Coup, which was just a friend. Yeah. And like they had this great chemistry. And I think there were elements of it where it was something we hadn't seen before because I think for the first time, in instead of it feeling like the Doctor was always... I mean, he had to rescue her several times. Yeah. But it, it never really felt like she was waiting for him to do something. No. No, never. I think that Donna's ending's the saddest as well. I really do. Breaks it heart breaks my literally breaks my heart. Like when she just is bawling her eyes out, and the next time we see her, she just cannot remember. Like I know just so it's upsetting. horrible. But recently, as well, obviously, I've been watching Matt Smith, and I really love Amy and Rory. I think they're great. And. I love how it changes from we're thinking, oh, Amy really, really fancies the Doctor, but then in their second series, she's so in love with Rory. And I love it. It's so nice. I would have to say that from New Who, my favourites are Donna and Clara. Yes, I love Clara. Not many people like Clara, you know. But I, I love Clara because in a similar way to Donna, she never really waited for the Doctor like she was always going yeah. off and doing things and companions always go off and do things but they've always felt like an element of hesitation because they didn't know what they were doing whereas like Donna had moments of that because obviously when she's on the Sontaran ship she's terrified and doesn't know what to do yeah but like when it came down to it she always just was like i couldn't care less yeah and i think clara had a a lot of more of that as well i mean that's in the end how she died (laughs) was because she was like i'm just gonna do this i'm just gonna do whatever because i can do whatever i want i mean that's sort of what happened with donna a bit as well 
Like she's like, I am going to turn in. I'm gonna regenerate. <laughs> well, I think she w- It was more. Hers was more circumstance because obviously, like, I I don't because she was plummeting to her death. <laughs> yes. And the hand kind true. of called out to her. Whereas Clara just went, I'm just going to do this, and I don't think there'll be consequences. I've thought it through myself. I don't know anything about what's going on, but I've thought it through, and I'm going to make this decision, and then it just turns out to be the wrong decision. I think that the Doctor's favourite companion is Amy. No. I do. I think the Doctor's favourite companion is Rose. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I mean when you when you think about for example the 50th anniversary episode when he's like thinking of blowing up Gallifrey the moment appears to him as Rose true well as well, the bad wolf but Rose so I think he really likes Amy though I think I think Amy's probably his best mate yeah, which upsets me because it should be Donna. I, I get because Amy was around longer. Yeah. And Donna doesn't remember him. Yeah, that's quite a bit of a, um, it's a bit of a put off, isn't it? Oh, yeah. you're my best mate, but you have absolutely no idea who I am. The saddest thing about Donna is she had such a great character development arc. Oh yeah. And it all just gets wiped out. Literally, and I, I think it was so a very, sad. I think it was a very brave thing to write. Like the yeah. writers be like, okay, we're literally just going to wipe your memory. No chance of you coming back. Let's do it. It's just so. Sad. I'm getting really sad about it. So we're going to move on, <laughs> and I'm going to ask you who your least favorite companion is. Oh wait, no, I want to say who my favorite companions from the classic series are. Oh okay. So I mean, obviously it has to be Sarah Jane. Of course. I mean, she's got her own spin-off. Elizabeth Sladen is a legend. The only thing I didn't like about Sarah Jane is when she screamed constantly. Like, <laughs> she always just screamed at everything. Um, and that was kind of off-putting. Um, but then I also really like Ace. She's from an era of Doctor that isn't... It's not the best... But it's, I still enjoy it, and I think Ace is a really cool character. Nice. I yes. do not know. I do not know. Oh, oh, and um, what's she called? The fifth Doctor travelled with an air stewardess, whose name, Tegan. I loved Tegan. Very nice. I you do have, not know these no characters. <laughs> no. Right, okay, so then who is your least favourite companion? Now, I'm going to answer the this question separately because I just don't want it to sound like I'm just constantly bashing <laughs> on the new series. So my least favourite companion from before Jodie Whittaker is Martha. Um, no. <laughs> I... I love Martha. I think she's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But I never connected to her the same as I did with Donna Rose or Amy or Clara. But yeah. 
I don't really like any of the companions from the new series. I think they're quite shallow. <laughs> no, I tell you who I liked. I liked Grace, and then they killed her off in the first episode. I did. They should have killed the other three and kept her. Yeah, I really liked Grace, and then goodbye. I don't really like any of the new ones. They just don't have a good relationship with the Doctor, and if they don't have a good relationship with the Doctor, then I don't really relate to them. No. I I would say that my pre-current series least favourite, I'm not including any of the new Who ones, because I love them all. Every oh, single okay. one of them. Except for, I don't think he counts, but Adam. But he was only in what one, about two episodes. What about Captain Jack? No, I like Captain Jack. Same. I just don't like what they've done to him in the new series because he do, they've just not written him as Captain Jack and I just don't know what's off about it. What? Well, he's Captain Jack, but they just it doesn't seem like there's just something off about the writing of his dialogue. But I would say I've not my... seen I've not seen anything of Captain Jack in the new series. My watching of the new series has been very on and off. And I do want to watch all of it because I know I should. Yeah. But I know I won't enjoy it. Yeah. But I would say my least favourite companion, I think, is probably Perry, who who travelled with the fifth Doctor, I think. Fifth and sixth, maybe. But she just... I don't know. I don't know. She just is very in, uh, unmemorable to me, and her exit from the show is just. just I, I just didn't understand it. I didn't know what was going on. I don't know what yeah. happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my actual least favourite of the current three, I was growing on um, what's she called? The girl. Oh, I'm not sure. She was growing on me. But then in the Christmas special, she was just very whiny. Yeah. Um, and I think each of the companions have, have things that just don't really work. Like Graham, I love Bradley Walsh on The Chase. <laughs> but I don't really get why he's in Doctor Who. No, but his character's just always telling jokes. And I'm like... None of these jokes have been funny, so just stop. Um, and then his grandson, his grandson's actually all right, but I think the problem is that I, I, there doesn't seem to be any relationship between him and the Doctor until, like, occasional moments where he's like, no, we do know you, we're here for you. And I'm like, well, I don't... I, what? Yeah, <laughs> you're not. Like, it just... They, I just don't like them. I think they had potential and I think they were misused. Yes, I agree. So then, following on from that question, who who was your favourite almost companion? So you know those characters in episodes where it builds up to them to be a companion and then they usually die? Like Kylie Minogue. Because oh. <laughs> she was in Doctor Who for some reason. That was a bizarre moment in time when we thought Kylie Minogue might be a companion. <laughs> I, 
don't know. Come back to me. You okay. answer first. My answer is um what's she called? She's in EastEnders. Um she's she's in the Big Brother episode, you know, like that series with Bad Wolf and things. Oh but, yeah. Um and I was devastated when she died, and I still am. Let me find out what she's called. Um oh, I really can't think of any that I why can't I think of any? I can think of one. Um, what, Matt Smith? What's it? Craig. He, he's the one that lived in the house with the imaginary top floor. And then he came back to him when Cyberman... James Cyber Corden. Yeah. I am quite was... glad James Corden wasn't in it full time. But I think it would have been good. I, I love the two episodes with him in them. Yeah, I did like his character, but I don't think I'd like his character often. But the the character I'm talking about, she's called Linda with a Y. Um, <gasps> yes, Linda with a Y. And I was just so excited for her to be a companion, and then she dies. And I was like... <laughs> I was devastated. Goodbye. I still, when I watched the episode, I was still gutted that she died. Yeah. It just really upsets me. Um, so anyway, what is your favourite monster that there's been? Okay. Okay, so my favourite episodes. I didn't ask that question. I know. I know. <laughs> I hadn't. I just stopped. That's talking. the next question. <laughs> My favorite episodes with monsters in. I love Daleks because I'm basic, and it's like I liked how they use Daleks because it's like you know it's a big episode hmm. when Daleks are there. You're like, oh, you're in for a treat here. You know that some something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, and I I appreciate the Weeping Angels a lot. They bloody terrified me, like nothing else when i was a kid and i appreciate them um and for the laws i just have to like the absorbaloff i was thinking the absorbaloff i love the absorbaloff it's so funny <laughs> i would have to say the weeping angels are my yeah. favorites that the episodes... first episode with them the episodes fantastic. with them in are just really good and full of suspense. Yes. Um, I I also would say the Daleks and the Cybermen, because yeah. those episodes just are always good. Well, yes. and mostly good. <laughs> the past two Christmas specials excluded from that. <laughs> I'd say the first Christmas special that had the Daleks in of the last two was okay. But then they brought them back again for this Christmas special as a follow-on to that Christmas special. Yeah. And it just felt like they were creating a different series alongside the normal series. <laughs> and I don't know why. Um, I'd also say I quite like um, the Jadoon. Oh yeah. The Jadoon platoon upon the moon. Um, that episode, the 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 stolen planet episode, when they go to the the shadow proclamation, all those albino oh, yeah. people, yeah, I like those. I don't think they yeah, are that... albinos, but but 
they have the characteristics I, of albinos. I know what you mean, yeah. Um, I just love those because they're just very kind of put together and then when the doctor's leaving she just gets very angry and I like when people who are very put together and calm appearing get really <laughs> mad it just it makes me giggle um I've completely forgotten any and all monsters now though but the weeping angels are my top ones yeah I think probably same yeah right so then Least favourite monster? Ooh, that's a good question, that. I know. Um, I was never massive on the Slitheen, you know? I love the Slitheen. However, I it's do love It's a Slitheen. <laughs> oh, Harriet Jones <sighs> is one of my favourite almost companions. Um... Harriet Jones, former Prime Minister. Yes, we know who you are. She's all, she's all right. I like where her character went later in the series. But I I find her a bit irritating in that Slitheen episode. Because yeah. she's just shocked by everything. And I get she's in a shocking situation, but she's supposed to be an MP. So she's supposed to be able to keep her cool under pressure. <laughs> and she just Will, can't. if you were an MP... You were an MP and a massive green alien stood in front of you. Yeah, but you know, if it had been if it had been happening all day, eventually I'd be like, all right. Come on now. <laughs> like I'm a bit bored of this. Okay. I've thought of I've thought of another of my favourite monsters. Okay. The silence. The ones that you forget as soon as you look away. Mm. I think they're very cool. Mm. But least favourite, I'm still thinking. I'm trying to think as well. Hmm. I don't wow, know. Wow, it's really I, hard. I know. I know there are ones that I don't, I don't, like episodes that I just can't be bothered with the, the villains. <gasps> favourite, the, the clockwork people. Oh, yes. I love the clockwork people. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, well, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't think we have at least so. I'm trying to think of episodes now that I wasn't a fan of. I can't really, I can't really say any of the ones in the new series because I don't remember any of them. I do, no, I do. That man with all the teeth in his face. Excuse me. In the new series, I hate it. Why has he got all those teeth in his face? They explain <laughs> why he's got teeth in his face, but I hate it. I absolutely hate that. That's my least favourite. I can't think of any, I don't think. Oh, well. Go watch The Man with the Teeth and you will think of one. Okay. So then, favourite episode? Now, okay. So I really love the episodes. There's two episodes, Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead. I rewatch those all the time. I love those two. When we first meet River Song. Fantastic. Does River Song count as a companion? I 
don't know. I love River Song. River Song I... is possibly my favourite character out of all the characters. I love River. Like, she's such... So cool. She's so cool. She's just brilliant. Um, but those two episodes where we first meet her are absolutely fantastic. I really like Day of the Doctor, um, where there's David Tennant and Matt Smith. Um, I don't blink. The first um, Weeping Angels episode was absolutely unreal. Oh, and Peter Capaldi episode. I love the one where he's trapped in that house and keeps having to go back to the beginning to try and get out. It's that, oh, like, puzzle that he holds uh, yeah. in his hand and then he goes I, into it. I think that's a good episode as well. But I think Girl in the Fireplace is unbeatable. It's fantastic, Girl in the Fireplace. I think that's one of the best episodes of anything there's ever been. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Marie... Not Marie Antoinette. Um, Madame de Pompadour. She's yeah. also my favourite almost companion. Madame that de also devastates me. Yeah. But I just think that that episode's so genius. I can't even put my finger on why it's so genius, but there's just something about it that just everything it's, works in yeah. the episode I can't, yeah it's fantastic I can't fault any of it um, I thought of another good episode um, oh the, fir- the episode where Donna comes in in a wedding dress yes that's a good one the Christmas specials used to be incredible oh all the Christmas specials brilliant they started to go downhill I think sort of after David Tennant left because they started to become a bit weird <laughs> yeah like, there's like Catherine Z not Catherine Zeta Jones Catherine Jenkins is she the opera singer I'm not sure oh in the the Christmas Carol one yeah she's frozen in a, yeah. in a thing I that thought was that was bizarre. a bit weird I watched that one quite recently and I was like what are you doing Why I enjoy them that? but they're just a bit bizarre yeah they're not what I expect from no. a Christmas special of Doctor Who. Um, I also absolutely adore the Amy Pond Weeping Angel episodes. Oh, the first one where she meets the Weeping Angels, where she looks at it and starts, oh. There's just something about that as well. I, everything works. And like before they discover all the cracks and stuff and everywhere they go, there's the crack mm. in her bedroom wall. That's fantastic. I think I think that era of Doctor Who is my favourite because everything just seems to fit together. So, like, in David Tennant's era, they were sort of experimenting with 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 long storylines through the series. Yeah. Um. So each story was separate and just had hints. Whereas yep. I think in Matt Smith, I loved the fact that there weren't just hints but like they started off as hints and then it became like a mystery that everything came together yeah had to think about it was just incredible i loved it oh i love doctor who same i'm gonna watch a doctor who episode after this i think i'm watching the hobbit later with my sister while i make some crochet chickens oh lovely no 
Um, so we've established we don't like the new series. <laughs> I think people are aware. I mean, if they invited me to be on it, I mean, they wouldn't invite me, but if there was an audition to be on it or an opportunity- I would not say no. To be in the writer's room, I would still absolutely say yes, because it's it's just a programme that I love so much. Yeah. Even though, like, I don't think I hate the new series. I think as a series, it's all right. It just doesn't feel like Doctor Who. Yeah, I think my thing is, if if that had been like, not if it had been something that I just watched, I'd be like, wow, this is really cool. But when I'm holding it up against David Tennant, Peter Capaldi, Matt Smith, it just doesn't compare. It just feels very clunky. Yeah. But um, so where do you hope the show's going in the future? Okay. So Give it us your depends. Master plan. If they carry on like this, I want them to controversially stop making them have a break and then start <laughs> if they carry on like this you just want them to quit <laughs> no 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 just like have a break and then start again when you've got some new ideas some new ideas um, that fit the show yeah um but where do i really hope it's going would you like to know who i would like to see as the doctor who so I have three people and none of them will ever happen because they're too big to be Doctor Who Doctor. So one of them is um, Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he would make a really good Doctor. I don't want that. Um, Eddie, Red <laughs> Eddie Redmayne. I, I don't want that a... either. <laughs> I think you might agree with my last one. Helena Bonacarter. Oh... I don't know. I love Helena Bonham Carter. I think she's got the wackiness. I think she can make it work. But I think I would prefer it to be the master or a, a character like River Song. Yeah. I think I could see that. That would give her more room to 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 be Helena Bonham Carter. There are polls up at the moment, aren't there? Like betting on who they think is going to be the next doctor. Yeah, I can't remember who's winning. I think it's that guy who used to be in my family. I'm having a look. <laughs> but I I would love to see as the doctor. Who would, I'd love Julie Walters. Just because <gasps> I love Julie Walters. I'd love Julie Walters to be the doctor. But she's retired, so that's never going to happen. Why would she do that? Uh, I, th I, 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 I think she's retired. I'm pretty sure I read an article where she said she was retiring but would come back for Mamma Mia 3. But I may have just dreamt this. Who, who else? Who would I... Who's realist? Jodie Comer, I think, would be incredible because she's just brilliant as an actress. Um... I can't think of anyone else right now. I think I found the one where it's like, oh, Michaela Cole is number two. I think I th she'd be good as well. I think, I think I'd quite like Michaela Cole. And the other person who's up is Richard Iwadi. Um, I've never seen him play anyone other than himself. Cause in the IT grad, he's basically playing the character he portrays in life um and i don't know if that would work with 
Doctor Who. I think it's that's what two. a lot of people are saying. But I think Richard Ayoade is. The, oh no. They say Michaela Cole is the most likely. This is what bookies are doing. I think she'd be good, but I'd prefer her to be writing it. Yes. I think she could take She's a over great writer. and do well. Um, in terms of the direction I want them to go in, I want them to wreck on that stupid thing that happened at the end of the series where they were like, the Doctor was the, the found on a random planet as a child and they just kept erasing their memory and all the time lords come from the doctor i hate that that, that was rewrites the entire show in a way that no, does not work that cannot happen <laughs> they need to go okay the master was lying <laughs> i yeah definitely in terms of storylines where i want it to go I just, I just want it to make more sense. I want them to get new companions, start again, have a really fantastic episode where he saves the day with a companion and then that is their companion for the whole series and it works. Because yeah. I think a good companion is a lot of the time more important than a good doctor. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'd also like them to start respecting the history of the show again rather yes. than just deciding this is my show now i'm gonna do whatever i want which is how it sort of feels yeah, but definitely. um i also want them to to wreck on the fact that they've killed all the time lords because we spent years getting them back <laughs> and <laughs> someone new gets their hands on it and just goes we'll kill them all off again and i'm like literally the storytelling potential that you've just thrown away like it's nothing <laughs> it's like the only reason I could see fit for doing that is if they're going to do another whole series about getting them back again. But that'll just wind me up. Why would you kill them off? But I mean, I, I get like they, they'd have done it for shock factor, but we've already seen the Doctor having lost everything. Yep. And now he's, they've got everything back. And, and they've lost it again, it makes no sense. And now also they don't know who they are, which, which make, it, just, it just doesn't work for me. I don't like it. I want them to fix it, do something new, but something yeah. that fits in with the show. I'd yeah. also like them to stop um, mucking up the dialogue because the dialogue just seems very unnatural and the characters oh, yeah. don't seem... It doesn't feel like a real conversation. Yeah, and they, the characters don't, don't... Sometimes it feels like it's been written by someone... This sounds really rude and it is kind of rude, but sometimes it feels like it's been written by someone who's not watched the show. Yeah. Because like when Captain Jack came back in, I was watching it and I was like, this doesn't fit with the character, I don't feel. I don't see the character in this, really. No, I agree. It's like, yeah. It just it just feels like they're taking it very at its base. Like, this is the surface, this is what's happening, there's just nothing underneath. Yeah, the layers seem to... Uh... Like, instead of them being layers on top of each other, it feels like they're just layers next to each other, and they're just like, this is everything that's happening now. It feels very sort of simple, like they're treating the audience kind of like yeah. they won't be able to understand anything deeper than that. Yeah, definitely. And I get sometimes Doctor Who can get very complicated. 
Oh, yeah, but... But, you know, that's the show. Exactly, and that doesn't mean that <laughs> I can't comprehend it. No, I want Michelle Gomez back. <laughs> Bring me Michelle Gomez. She was brilliant as Missy. Oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. And she's in, she was in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and she's brilliant in that as well. Yeah. They should have brought her back and continued the Master's Redemption. I was so, like, that storyline I was so excited for. And, and and I think it was done really well. And then it was and just like, kind of thrown away at the end. Imagine the potential as well of the Doctor and the Master slash Missy travelling together. Yeah. I also want a spin-off of Clara. Because I know she's well, technically dead. Yeah. But she's going to Gallifrey the long way round, which I think fits in lots of adventures. Yes. I want more spin-offs. I want Torchwood back. That class, did you see class? No. That was great. That was a spin-off and it got cancelled after one series. I was very disappointed. <laughs> I really enjoyed it and I was really looking forward to see where it was going and really liked the direction it was going in. It was well written. The characters were good. The aesthetic was good. And they just cancelled it and I was very upset about that. <laughs> Will wants the whole of the BBC to be Doctor Who and Doctor Who spin-offs. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. What could you get rid of to have more Doctor Who spin-offs? Any comedies. Any modern comedies. They're all quite rubbish. They're not all rubbish. Fleabag's good. I don't know Fleabag. Um, what could you get rid of on the BBC? Top Gear. I don't like the new Top Gear. I haven't seen it. To be honest, I don't really watch a lot of like actual telly. I just I. watch repeats, uh, repeats all Netflix and stuff. You could put it on BBC Three. That's what class was on because BBC Three is online. So I don't think BBC Three has a, like obviously it has a set budget, but I don't think, like. Because on BBC One and Two, there's only so many hours in a day to fit a programme in. Yeah. Whereas on BBC But if it's Three, online... Yeah. I just want Torchwood back. Yeah. But I want them not to do what they did to it at the end. <laughs> what did they do at the end? I didn't watch all of it. Miracle Day was just bizarre. <laughs> I think the concept was really good, but I think whenever you take a programme like a, a very British programme and take it to America and the characters are in America, something just doesn't work anymore. I agree. I felt like that um, on... Oh, what's it called? Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Because Harry Potter is a very, very British-feeling film. Yeah. I think that worked because it... it, well, it as much as it was the world of Harry Potter, it, it wasn't Harry Potter and there was no established kind of history of that character. And, True, but and, and we got to explore kind of the American wizarding community a bit. Whereas in Torchwood, there were three series of established history. You knew these characters 
and then they go to America. You get introduced to new American characters. There's there's two of two main American characters. One of them's incredibly annoying, and the other one's really nice and sweet. And they kill her off and make him immortal. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like why would you keep the annoying one? Yeah. Um, I get Gwen that. Cooper. When was Torchwood? When, like when did when did Torchwood stop airing? Like two thousand and let me check. I think it was like two thousand and eleven. Yeah, I thought it was quite a while ago. I didn't watch it, it was... when it originally came out. Yeah, two thousand and eleven. Because I was too young to watch it when it originally came out. Because it's a lot more grown up. <laughs> There's a lot of um rude things in in Torchwood. <gasps> I shall never watch it. Well, not a lot of rude things, but it's also a lot gorier than Doctor Who and, and tackles issues that Doctor Who doesn't. Yeah. So like there's there's an episode where uh, a giant sort of creep like alien creature has been captured and is just being harvested for meat while it's still alive. Oh like my that Lord. wouldn't happen on Doctor Who. No, it wouldn't. It's and much it, more. I think it's much more family orientated. Doctor Who. I think yeah. it's like you can watch it on your own as an adult, or you can watch it with your kids. Yeah, I think Torchwood was a way for Russell T Davis to expand a, a an already loved character. Yeah. And because because Captain Jack lends himself to to being less child friendly. Yes, definitely does. He's a massive flirt. Yeah, I love and Captain I, Jack. I just think Torchwood worked really well. I think it petered off a bit. Um, yeah. The Children of Earth, I enjoyed, but it felt quite long. Yeah. And Miracle Day also felt quite long. Like they were just dragging it out. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't, like, I, Miracle Day was all right, but I, I, I just didn't feel it worked on the larger scale. Like, the, not, not the crisis, because the crisis works on larger scales, because we've had crises in Doctor Who that have been worldwide, and it's worked. But, I don't know. It just didn't seem to work as well. And that might have something to do with the fact that for part of the series, the team was split in two and you were constantly switching between Wales and America. Yeah, I can see that not working very well. And they just kept killing off good characters in Miracle (laughs) Day in horrific ways. I don't know if I want to watch it. I might be scarred sometimes. I'll tell you this, Torchwood starts off with, uh, how many team members? One, two, three, four, five. So there's five team members in the first episode. Okay. Uh, And then one dies in the first episode and Gwen joins. Okay. And then another one dies, but then gets resurrected (laughs) and then dies again dies at the same time as another one (laughs) okay and then another one dies so there's only two left (laughs) bloody hell they're not wasting any time are they no and then in miracle day two more join 
Okay. And and one of their friends is sort of part of the team, but not really. Um, and then she dies. Well, she does. She sort of dies because Miracle Day is like people can't die, but she gets cremated while she's alive. <laughs> oh, oh my lord! <laughs> it's horrific. Um, and then another one dies, and then the annoying man, I presume, leaves the team, but I don't know. So. <laughs> No, not many people last very long on Torchwood. Remind me to never go on Torchwood. I'll only get five minutes of airtime. I'll be dead. Give me that five minutes of airtime on Torchwood. To I be honest, care. yeah. I would really love to be on Torchwood. I would if love to write Torchwood. Yeah. If Just putting this out there. If anyone wants us to audition or write for Doctor Who or Torchwood, we are more than happy you... to. <laughs> Please. On that topic, on that topic, if you were in Doctor Who, would you want to be the, a doctor, a companion, or like the master character? Oh, I don't know. There's so many benefits to all of them. I think I'd have such a great time playing the master, but the master, like, doesn't always have the best storylines. Yeah. If it was a master like Missy, then yeah. But if it was a master like the current one, no. No. I mean, if I was offered it, then yeah. But um, it wouldn't be my preference. The yeah. Doctor, I'd love to play the Doctor, but I don't know if I'd be very good at that. And I think I'd make a great companion because I never know what's going on. Yeah, I think I think I think I'd be quite a funny companion. Because I think I'd play like quite a stupid companion. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I also think I would have a great time as the doctor. I think you'd be a good doctor. I think I think they'd make like a clumsy doctor, but all but somehow always manages to get it right in the end. And I think it'd be quite funny. I'd love to be the doctor. I think I'd be a companion probably like Bill. I think I could be a, a companion as well, but if I was a companion, I'd want to be like a Donna companion. Yes. I like a Donna or a Clara. Yes. Um, I, I just, I think I'd love to play like a River Song type character. Yeah. That would be my I just don't think choice. I'm cool enough. I don't think I'm cool enough to be River Song. I think I could manage. <laughs> I'd make myself manage. But I'd yeah. love to. One day we'll be in it or writing for it. Yes, we will. That is a guarantee. <laughs> it's a I'm... bold claim. When I graduate from drama school, my first audition that my agent gets for it will be the new doctor, even though the doctors are always already established um, actors, but they'll be like, they're not, oh, you're... They're not always, like, massively popular, because no, 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 Matt Smith no, wasn't but very... But they're know, established. Yeah. But, um... The companions aren't often that established. True. The but companions then it has... tend to be fairly new. But then if I start as a companion, I can't be the doctor. So it's like, you know, 
I mean, you could if the storyline lent itself to that. True. I mean, a lot of companions, a lot of the people who play companions and the Doctor have been in the show before. Yeah, true. Karen Gillan, Peter Capaldi, um, Freeman yeah. Ageman. Um, I mean, uh, what's she called? God. I can't, Jenna Coleman. Yeah, yeah. Played different versions of Clara. <laughs> yes, she did for ages. Um, I loved how that worked. So did I. But Free Mageman was in like the episode, two episodes before she became the companion of someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I'll do it. When when I graduate, I'll be in like one or two episodes, they'll be like, oh my God, I love you. You're going to be the doctor. And that's how I'm going to establish my career as the doctor. I will be like David Tennant, the doctor that everyone loves. And I believe that. I think you'd be very good. These are bold statements I'm making and I would like it to be known this is a joke. It's a but hope. not a joke if it comes true, you know? It's, it's a hope and a joke. Yeah, we're just it's putting it out there hope. to the universe. Um, <laughs> if you if you could play, if you could take over any of the 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 story, like the Doctor's roles, like the storylines they had, or the companions, which role would you put yourself in instead of someone? Companion, Donna, Master, Missy, the Doctor. There are so many good ones. The thing is, All I would want them. I would want to say I would want to say like David Tennant era because he had so many good episodes, like Girl in the Fireplace and Don't Blink. But in terms of a whole thing and everything coming together, probably Matt Smith, like first and second series of Matt Smith. I think companion Clara. I loved Clara's storylines. The master do Missy as well. Yeah. And the doctor, I'd I would love to do the storylines that David Tennant did, but I think I'd be more suited to the kind of doctor that Peter Capaldi was. Yeah. I see that. Because I'm not very I'm not as energetic as David Tennant is. Now, you see, I think I'm very energetic. You are quite energetic. It's exhausting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so that is our very long discussion about, about Doctor the Who. best programme that's ever been the made. The best programme. We have been very negative about it, though, I feel. We do love that this programme. I love Doctor Who. It's my favourite thing, and I re-watch it all the time and i've watched every episode except i think one of the new series i'm i'm on my way to get into the new series i started watching it again so i'd warm myself up to it and i wouldn't give up yeah <laughs> so. i i just haven't finished watching the nikola tesla episode because i got bored and just was like nope <laughs> no more of this <laughs> no i'm done um <laughs> but yes thank you very much for listening and next week, um, Emily will be leading us through Reddit again. 
Yes. At you. I will. So that's something to look forward to. We won't be giving advice this time, though. We will be passing judgment on people. Yes, we'll be deciding whether people are a, a bunghole. Yes. So we hope that you tune in next week and we will natter on again soon. Goodbye.